0: Hey everyone, I hope your weekend's been good. Mine was kind of the complete opposite. You know when you feel like someone ran over you, and then to make sure they ran over you, then they reverse backed over you, and then they drove over you again just to make sure you have fallen and hit rock bottom? Yeah, that was kind of how I felt this weekend. I felt mentally drained, physically drained, and I didn't really know what internal battles I was going through. I know my depression was hovering over me the last few days, especially last night, and I was wondering why. Like, why is my depression so bad now? And I think part of it is from our last discussion with the mask. I want to be my true self, but I still have one mask on that I don't know if I can take off quite yet because unfortunately, this society is not ready for me for every single diagnosis I have. So I'm stuck in a pickle. Every time I think of pickle, I think of pickle Rick from Rick and Morty. Not sure if you love that show, but I think it's amazing and mind-blowing, so that's why it's hard for me not to love, but I'm really caught here, because when will I know it's time to tell the world one of my diagnoses that no one ever believes I have, and when they find out, they're like, oh, I understand. No, you don't. My parents never understood it. I had to make a PDF about it. No one understands besides the people who live with it or actually put effort to read about it and to understand it. And so I think that was the struggle for this weekend. And this diagnosis that for you guys, it's a mystery for now. When I'm ready to let you know about it, I 100% will, and I'll tell you my story. But till then, I didn't realize how much this diagnosis impacts me at work and how I perceive things and how my emotion regulation is pretty much non-existent. And it's so much more draining for me to go through a shift than the average person because of this diagnosis. But what stinks is no one really knows what I have or what is going on in my brain when I'm on the floor. I work at the hospital. I'm there for over 12 hours. And during those 12 hours, there's moments I have to put a lot more energy than what the neurotypical people do. And working three shifts in a row, I realized I drain myself trying to control my emotional regulation and my being too stimulated. And it's hard. And it kind of makes me feel like crap because it stinks knowing that I don't think I really can tell people, because unfortunately you would think in the medical field, oh, they don't care what you have, they're non-judgmental. Yeah, that's in their job description, but when you're on the work side of the field, they do care and they do judge. I've seen it plain sight myself and it makes me very hesitant to express what I even have and to actually explain to people what I have. And I think that's what just put me in a slump. Plus this diagnosis, I won't hide from you guys. I am a sober Sally. So no, I can't just go home and have a whiskey or tequila. Those were my go-to back in the day before I quit drinking. So, diagnosis number three that you guys know about me is I'm a recovering alcoholic. And a lot of connotation comes with that too. So, just imagine the one I'm hiding from people because you would think that no one wants to know you have that. That's a bad thing and I don't really view it as a bad thing though because I recognized it early I'm getting help I'm getting treatment it's a real illness it's hard for neurotypical people to understand but when you're an alcoholist Alcoholics Anonymous you see it you see how this illness works you see how it can grow into something very, very bad and something that can be very deadly. So I hope this week my main goals are to kind of just talk about these diagnoses that people have a negative connotation when they really shouldn't. And you really shouldn't judge someone based off a resume and what they're diagnosed with because I'm telling you right now my resume and my diagnoses would like no one would ever think that goes together and the my friend Sadie who's actually on her way over here is going to talk some too but I also want to go over the fact that You have zero control of everything that happens around you. But you have control on your actions and how you react. And there's been so many times I've bit my tongue from flipping out on people. Because, yeah, I go zero-hundred real quick. My friends know me. That's who I am. But Sadie especially will... Because I'm still working on it. I'm, I'm doing better, but then there's moments I'm like, yeah, I do have control of how I'm going to react and I'm going to flip out. Like that's sometimes what happens. I'm like, okay, that wasn't the best idea later on. So hopefully Sadie will be here soon. And yeah, she can talk more about herself and how she doesn't lose her crap on people. And just to show not only can you stay sober if you're in the same boat as us, but that you need to remember you have zero control of everything around you, no matter how much effort you put in. I promise you, you can't control everything I've tried for years, but you can control how you react to what's thrown at you and you can control how you're going to respond. So that's the main thing I hope you guys get out of this week. And can't wait for you guys to hear more. Bye.